It's the Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Here's Rob Carney. Welcome to the Wednesday, September 8th, 2021 edition of the Heartland at Noon. Brought to you today by Heritage Insurance and Purposed Financial. Working together to serve you better. Coming up today, local candidates in the federal election who attend a forum in Waccamaw Valley tonight where diversity, inclusion, and equality will be the focus. The Waccamaw Aboriginal Community Association, Prairie Skies Integration Network, Moose Jaw Pride, the Moose Jaw Multicultural Association, and the Moose Jaw Newcomers Welcome Center are coming together to host the event. G-Day Kasim from the Newcomers Welcome Center and Taylor Carlson from Moose Jaw Pride will be here with your invitation. Getting set for the party, the Moose Jaw Shrine Club, show Shrine and Cruise. See what they did there? The Shriners will be making the draw for their Mellow Yellow Plymouth Prowler a week from Saturday night with a cruise and a concert from the Uncoolas to follow at Murray GM. Shriner and Uncoolas lead singer Aaron Rustin will be here on the show today along with local Shriner Derek Cairns. And back to the new normal at the Moose Jaw Exhibition Company. Lots of events underway and more to come, including the Ranch Ropers Roundup this weekend. Local Roper and the president of the association, Ross Smith, will join us with the details. Today on the Heartland at Noon. You're listening to 800 CHAB Moose Jaw, a Golden West radio station. Discover Moose Jaw News for Ivermain Place. Small town life is great when you're surrounded by people with big hearts. Contact today for senior living opportunities at Ivermain Place Central Butte. Good afternoon, I'm Haley Sharkey. It's official. The 800 CHAB Family First Radiothon will be back this week for its 15th year. Broadcasting live for 36 hours from the town in Country Mall, the Radiothon is looking to raise $125,000 for much-needed dialysis equipment for the Dr. F.H. Wigmore Hospital in Moose Jaw. Executive Director of the Moose Jaw Health Foundation, Kelly McElry. You know, with the new equipment that we bring, it's going to help the medical staff at our hospital. It's going to help save the life of a dialysis patient. Most of all, it's going to keep that service in our community. I can't imagine being a dialysis patient living in, let's say, Gravelberg and having to travel to Regina or Saskatoon three to four times each week. The Radiothon kicks off tomorrow morning at 6 a.m., running until Friday evening at 6 p.m. An all-candidates forum for the upcoming federal election will be held tonight at the Kiwanis Pavilion in Waccamaw. Local party candidates in the Moose Jaw Lake Centre Lanigan riding will have the opportunity to introduce themselves and their platforms. This event is put on by several local organizations, including Moose Jaw Pride, the Waccamaw Aboriginal Community Association, and the Moose Jaw Newcomer Centre. The event begins at 6 p.m., and those looking to attend are asked to bring their own chair if possible. The government of Saskatchewan announced more than $900,000 worth of charitable gaming grants on Monday, with a number of Moose Jaw organizations set to receive the boost. In total, Moose Jaw organization, including the Kinsman and Kinets Club, Warrior Booster Club, and the Moose Jaw Shrine Club, received a total of $76,553. Groups that raise funds through charitable gaming, such as bingo, raffles, etc., receive a quarterly grant equal to 25% of net proceeds raised through these activities. Groups that conduct these events do not have to apply for the charitable gaming grant. Charitable gaming reports submitted by groups and organizations are used by the SLGA to calculate grants. 
The government of Saskatchewan has released a detailed breakdown of all COVID-19 cases reported in the province throughout the month of August. A total of 4,596 new cases were reported in the month, with 3,840, or 83.5% of those, being among those unvaccinated or only partially vaccinated. 189 people were hospitalized, with 72% of those being unvaccinated, and 41 were admitted into the ICU, with 75 of those being unvaccinated. 22 Saskatchewan residents also died of COVID-19 in August, bringing the total number of deaths to 613. 305 new cases of COVID-19 were reported yesterday in the province, with three of those located in the south-central zone, 84 in Saskatoon, and 16 in Regina. 78% of the new cases were reported in those unvaccinated or partially vaccinated. 154 people are in hospital, with 29 of those in the ICU. Of the 154 in hospital, 110 are unvaccinated. One death is also being reported yesterday, bringing the total number of deaths related to COVID-19 to 613. 3,184 cases are considered active, with 47 of those located in the south-central region. A new weekly interview series is being released discussing addiction and recovery in and around Moose Jaw. Voices of Recovery is the name of the show, which is a new initiative by Journey to Hope, with the first episode being released today. Nicole Hebert, creator of Voices of Recovery. We're focusing on pillars of recovery. And so we want to focus on moments or times or people phrases even that were pillars in someone's recovery, the push to have them go forward in believing in themselves, in um, continuing with their sobriety and continuing with their support. The show has a different topic each month. For more information, you can search Journey to Hope Moose Jaw on Facebook. LaFleche area farmer Dwayne Claremont is the grand prize winner in the Golden West Radio Global Egg Risk Solutions Farm It Forward contest. Dozens of local area farm families enter to win some Harvest Eats from onestopeats.ca in Moose Jaw, and all of our winners were eligible to win the grand prize. A $1,000 FMC Express SG herbicide package from Parrish and Heimbecker. Claremont and his crew just wrapped up their harvest on the weekend, and while yields are below average, crop quality is pretty good. Yeah, quality's not bad. It's got good germination to it, so we'll probably keep most of what we combine for seed for next year. Oh, we did some yellow field peas. We did some large green lentils and durum. Claremont plans to use his FMC Express SG herbicide this fall. And now, the Golden West Radio Money Scope for Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial bringing understanding and financial success to clients for over 35 years. The TSX is down 54 points. The Dow Jones is down 95 points. The NASDAQ is down 109 points. And the Canadian dollar is down at 78.94 cents U.S. And do you have a story to share? 
Click Submit News on discovermoosejaw.com. The federal election campaign will move to the hot lights of a makeshift television studio tonight with the first of two official debates in the national capital region. With less than two weeks to go before Election Day on September 20th, millions of voters are expected to tune in for tonight's two-hour French debate and tomorrow night's English debate. The Bank of Canada will make its latest interest rate announcement today. Economists expect the central bank will keep its trend-setting interest rate target on hold at 0.25%. B.C. Premier John Horgan says the new vaccine card is a necessary step towards helping get the province back to normal in the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. Horgan says the proof of vaccination card, which residents can now get online, will be required starting next Monday. And a massive fire raged through an overcrowded prison near Indonesia's capital, killing at least 41 inmates and injuring about 80 others. Jakarta's police chief says the flames had been put out and hundreds of police and soldiers were deployed around the prison to prevent prisoners from escaping. I'm Lauren Meister. Now, Discover Moose Jaw Sports. Over 40 young hockey players have arrived in Moose Jaw, hoping to earn a spot on the Moose Jaw Warriors active roster when they start a new Western Hockey League season. The first on-ice sessions are today. Practices at 2 o'clock and 3.15 at Mosaic Place. The team will host scrimmages starting tomorrow at 10 a.m. and 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Local hockey fans are more than welcome to attend and have a look. The local high school football season gets going this weekend with two games in Moose Jaw. The Central Cyclones will play Vanier Vikings in the 1 o'clock game at Guthridge Field with the Peacock Tornadoes hosting Swift Current Colts in the 315 game. Canadian tennis players making headlines at the U.S. Open Tennis Championship. Leila Fernandez from Laval and Felix Auger-Aliassime have both reached the semifinals. The Toronto Blue Jays are hot at the right time, looking for their seventh straight win tonight at Yankee Stadium. The Jays are just two games behind the Boston Red Sox for the final wildcard playoff spot in the American League. And Canada's Larry Walker, along with Derek Jeter, Ted Simmons, and the late Marvin Miller, will be enshrined at the Baseball Hall of Fame today in Cooperstown, New York. Walker, a native of Maple Ridge, B.C., played 17 seasons in the major leagues with the Montreal Expos, Colorado Rockies, and St. Louis Cardinals. He was a five-time All-Star and three-time batting champion. He belted 383 home runs in his 17 seasons and had a career batting average of 313. Your Discover Moose Jaw weather. Sunny, nice and warm today with a high of 26 degrees. Partly cloudy tonight with the wind southeast at 20, the low 11. Tomorrow, sunshine, high 31. Friday, mix of sun and cloud, 25. Saturday, a mix of sun and cloud, high 19. And Sunday, a mix of sun and cloud with a high of 21 degrees. Yesterday's high in Moose Jaw was 25. Normal high at this time of year is... 20. Normal low, 5. The record high for today, 34, set in 1981. Record low, minus 6, set in 2020. Sun came up at 627, and the sun goes down at 732. This hour, Moose Jaw, lovely 23 degrees. Regina, 20. Assiniboia, 
Gravelberg, 21, Rockland Coronac, 21, Swift Current, 22, Elbow, 20, Davidson Watrous, 21. Once again, Assiniboia, 21, Regina, 20, and with the wind southeast at 11 and the relative humidity at 34%, it's 23 degrees in Moose Jaw. From World Weather Incorporated, here's 800 CHAB Agriculture Weather Specialist Drew Lerner for Young's Equipment, your Case IH dealer in southern Saskatchewan. Most of Saskatchewan will likely see a favorable weather pattern as we move forward through the balance of this week. That means a restricted amount of precipitation and warm temperatures. I'm meteorologist Drew Lerner for the Golden West Radio Network. The majority of the region is expected to see tranquil conditions, but it won't be absolutely dry. Whatever precipitation we do come across is expected to be mostly very light and brief. It will have a very low impact on farming activity. But I can't sit here and tell you it'll be perfectly dry. We do expect to see dry conditions across all areas today, and we'll expect the wind to gradually turn around to the southeast in western parts of the province as we go forward through the afternoon. Wind speeds will probably gust upwards to maybe 35 or 45 kilometers per hour, nothing much higher than that. We'll expect a lot of warm air, though, to return, with the temperatures rising back up well into the 20s and perhaps even pushing upon 30 degrees in the far southwest corner. As we go on into the day tomorrow, we'll likely see a few showers popping up as a weak low-pressure center begins to push across the province. The system is not likely to have much moisture to work with, and most likely the majority of the day on Thursday will be dry, and we will see another very warm day with temperatures well into the 20s across most of the production region. As we go into Thursday night and into Friday will continue to have generally dry conditions. Whatever sporadic showers we saw during the day on Thursday will disappear briefly Thursday evening, but then another opportunity for showers will begin to pop up as we go Thursday night into Friday, and it's Friday that we'll see the majority of the shower activity, but we're only talking about 25% of the region may be getting some rain. Moisture totals at the moment look like they will be poised on central parts of the province, occurring from the Kinder and Rosetown areas across the northern parts of Lake Diefenbaker over towards maybe the Wynyard area and perhaps catching a part of the northern portion of the Yorkton area. But that's going to be the majority of the precipitation. Amounts are going to run from traces upwards to 3 or 4 millimeters with some local amounts upwards to 8 millimeters possible. Outside of that event, we will expect to see some dry weather returning again as we finish out the day Friday and move into the week. A cool high pressure system will be present at that point in time. A few extreme lows on Saturday morning might slip down to 2 or 3 degrees, but we should not see any freezing temperatures all the way through the weekend. For the Golden West Radio Network, I'm meteorologist Drew Lerner. Tim here with Young's Equipment. Get more. 20% more capacity, 30% more speed, 70% more flex. The all-new Macdon FD2 gives you more of everything you need for harvesting performance. From the company that brought you the original Flex Draper. Call your local Young's Equipment location or visit youngs.ca. Bigger, faster, flexier. Get more with the Macdon FD2 Flex Draper. In a world, in a field, where a daily battle rages between you and the elements, our pod is mightier. 
Introducing BY6211TF Canola from Brett Young with the new Pod Defender Shatter Reduction Trait. Defend your field against pod shatter and reap the benefits of harvest flexibility and high yields. Learn more at brettyoung.ca slash 6211. This is Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB. Paul Martin commentary coming right up after the road report brought to you by My Addictions Clothing Boutique in the Town and Country Mall. New fall fashions have just arrived, small to 2XL. Fresh news from the city of Moose Jaw, Albert Street. Not a lot of traffic affected, but uh, the 900 block of Albert sewer and water relay work underway today. The 1000 block Iroquois Street West uh, opens tomorrow morning, and the 300 block of Maple Street East is set to reopen on September 10th. A reminder, Thatcher Drive East is under construction. We're making a new intersection for that brand new Canadian tire store, so be careful over on Thatcher East. And a cast iron water main replacement has extended further west on Caribou Street. The uh, 900 blocks of the block just west of 9th Avenue Northwest is under construction now. If you have trouble in traffic any time or see something other motorists might like to be alerted to, you can alert us when it's safe to do so. Send us a text on the Moose Jaw RV and Marine text line 6938000. Now, today's Paul Martin commentary. The notion that Saskatchewan is in the early stages of another commodity boom is being supported by recent developments in the uranium industry. Another of the major commodity exports from this province, uranium's been in the doldrums for years with market conditions so soft that producers were shutting down mines for extended periods to allow nuclear power producers to work their way through the world's inventory piles. Well, we now appear to have turned the corner and turned it quite sharply. The spot price for uranium has risen more than 20% in the last three weeks, as demand for the product has been driven upward by buyers who see an upbeat long-term future. Industry watchers are saying this rapid increase in spot prices may encourage the power producers to start talks with mining companies on the possibility of longer-term contracts at higher prices. That thinking has given companies such as Cameco a significant lift, with its stock price more than doubling in the past year. That's leading to more talk in this province that northern Saskatchewan will be seeing much more activity with mines increasing their output. I'm Paul Martin. Moose Jaw, notoriously entertaining. The best way to start your weekend is at Moose Jaw's Homegrown Market. Every Saturday on Langdon Crescent from 8 to 1, rain or shine, bring your family to Moose Jaw's Homegrown Market. Mondays are special at Moose Jaw's Hillcrest Golf Club. You can play 18 holes for just $48, and that includes your power card. The Monday special every Monday, including holidays. For more information and to book your tee time, call the Hillcrest, 693-1921. Strike up some fun this weekend at the South Hill Bowl. Center. Rock and Glow Bowling is back Friday and Saturday nights and Saturday afternoons. Knock down some pins with your friends and family. South Hill Bowling. Call 693-0955 to book your spot. Sukunin Ship Pioneer Village and Museum presents Threshing Bee, September 11th and 12th. Enjoy plowing, threshing, rope making, blacksmithing, and quilting demonstrations. A church service on the 12th and a vintage tractor pull both days. Gates open at 8 a.m. with a pancake breakfast until 10. Admission is just $10 for adults, 5 for kids 6 to 12, and a two-day pass costs $16. Threshing Bee at Sukunin Ship Pioneer Village and Museum, 13 kilometers south of Moose Jaw on Highway 2. 
This is Greg Marston from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to the Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Moose John District Chamber of Commerce has an all-candidates forum in the works as the federal election approaches in just days from now. And there's an all-candidates forum set for tonight in Waccamaw Valley. Uh, 2021 federal election all-candidates forum in Waccamaw Valley tonight at the Kiwanis Pavilion. All party candidates in the Moose Jaw Lake Center Lanigan riding, all six uh, who are uh, in the running, have been invited to introduce themselves and their platforms as well as answer questions. The forum set to start at 6 o'clock this evening and is being hosted by a number of local organizations, including the Waccamaw Aboriginal Community Association, Moose Jaw Pride, Moose Jaw Families for Change, the Multicultural Council, and the Prairie Skies Integration Network. Those wanting to attend are asked to bring their own chairs uh, if they're able and uh, everybody is welcome. G-Day Kasim from the Newcomers Welcome Center here in Moose Jaw and Taylor Carlson from Moose Jaw Pride are on the Heartland at noon today. G-Day, pleasure to meet you. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, Rob. And nice to see you, Taylor. You too, Rob. How did this come together, uh, uh, Taylor? How, how did all these organizations come together to put this together? Well, I'll say uh, each one of these organizations that have uh, put together this forum uh, are organizations that serve equity-seeking people and families that live in Moose Jaw. And so there's this really common uh, shared experience that our organizations have working in Moose Jaw. Uh, Lori Dietz, uh, who chairs the Waccamaw Aboriginal Community Association, reached out to every single one of us and invited us to be a part of this. Very good. Um, G-Day, uh, can you tell me, I've, have all six candidates accepted their invitations? Uh, unfortunately, not all of them have. Just um, we're going to have a few of them coming this evening, but not all of them have, have accepted the invitation to come. Okay. Do we know which ones uh, are not coming? Uh, not, at the moment, not at the top of my head, but I know that uh, a former mayor might not be there, but the others, well, we're not so sure of, of the others that are going to come there. Okay. Uh, the candidates, of course, for the Conservative Party of Canada, the former mayor, Fraser Tolmey, Green Party candidate Isaiah Hunter, Liberal candidate Caitlin Zimmer, Maverick Party Craig Townsend, the NDP's Talon Regent, and the People's Party of Canada candidate Jay Craig. Uh, as far as you know, Taylor, uh, which what do you know who is confirmed for sure? Uh, uh, no, I can't say who is confirmed for sure, but uh, G-Day is correct uh, in that uh, uh, Fraser Tolmey uh, won't, won't be attending. Okay. Well, I hope somebody shows up. Oh, yeah. Well, absolutely. Like we're going to uh, we have we do have confirmations from from most parties, which is which is really exciting. Yep. Mm-hmm. Very good. So it'll be informative, certainly, and uh, outdoors. So safely, uh, socially distanced, right? Oh yeah, that's correct. Uh huh. Yeah. Paint the picture for us down at the Kiwanis Pavilion. Uh, will you have a, a stage and microphone set up? How's it going to work? Uh, well, yes, yeah, something similar to that. We're going to have the uh, the microphone set up for each speaker to come up and um, you know. To answer questions from the people, yeah. So, and like you said, it's going to be a safe, socially distance um, kind of gathering. So, uh, everybody's uh, allowed to come. You, it's going to be a safe environment, and yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Okay. Um, now, uh, Taylor, have the uh, have the candidates all been uh, told what the the topics are? Will will they uh, did, did they get some inside info before this? Uh, you know, we haven't shared uh, the uh, questions with any of the candidates, um, but the theme uh, we have shared with candidates, and the theme is is freedom, right? Like our charter, our constitution uh, makes really clear what freedom is, right? It, and that is that people are able uh, to create lives that they want. Um, and that they are able to without fear of discrimination on the basis of a whole host of things. And that's freedom in Canada. And that's the theme of, of this evening's forum. 
GD, how long have uh, have you been in Canada, sir? I've uh, been in Canada for just over three years now, precisely oh. August 2018. Now, uh, is this the first time you'll be eligible to vote in a federal election? Uh, as a matter of fact, I just got my PR. So not not quite yet, but, you know, I'm, I'm just happy to, you know, participate in all of this to, you know, know exactly what it's all about. And, yeah, I'm just happy to be part of it. And, of course, to hear from the candidates what their plans are for the people of Musjaw, for the communities and everything like that. So it's quite important to me, you know, to see exactly what they're going to offer and to see if they're actually going to put the, you know, the, the interests of the people that they serve at heart. What's your role at the uh, Newcomers Welcome Center, sir? As a matter of fact, uh, I am with the Prairie Skies Integration Network. Okay. Yes, and I'm the Administration and Communications Coordinator with, with Prairie Skies. Uh, we, we're, Newcomer Welcome Center, are we're kind of like partners that work in it together in, in Must Join the Settlement Services. And we're kind of like under the uh, Must Join Much Cultural Council. Just like just like the uh, newcomer welcome center. Okay, so you work under that umbrella and work hand in hand. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming you were uh, urging newcomers to attend tonight to to learn more. Oh, most definitely. Yes, I've been speaking with quite a number of people. To, you know, to encourage them to come. You know, come with their questions and just come and hear and know more about the candidates. See exactly uh, what they're going to offer, what they have in hearts to do for for most Lignanigan, and yeah, basically all of that. And uh, I know for a fact, and, and you know as well as I do, and I think most of our listeners will know, that a lot of newcomers to Moose Jaw have never had an opportunity to, to go to the polls and vote for candidates in a, in a, a free country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's very correct. So that's, that's why we're encouraging people to come out, listen to what the candidates have to offer, listen, ask them questions if they can, and make a very, very informed decision on mm-hmm. who they want to vote for. Taylor, uh, uh, on a personal level, how do you approach uh, tonight's uh, All Candidates Forum? What are you, what are you hoping to hear? Uh, have you decided who you're going to vote for yet? And, and will tonight's uh, forum uh, impact you? You know, um, I am looking to hear from uh, each of the candidates uh, what their, um, who they are. Right. I want to know who they are and I want to hear them articulate the various ways that they're going to serve the people of Moose Jaw, right? People and families who live here. And and this is a really diverse community, right? And if they're able to speak to that diversity in our community and the challenges that equity-seeking people and families might be experiencing here, um, that's the person that's going to get my vote. Very good. Anything we need to add, G-Day? Uh, well, um, thank you for having us here, Rob. And like I said, I'm going to enc- I just want to encourage people to come out tonight, uh, come and listen to what the candidates have to say, and then make a very, very informed decision going forward. G.D.A. Kasim from the Prairie Skies Integration Network, Taylor Carlson from Moose Jaw Pride. Pleasure to have you both in, and good luck with the forum tonight. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Rob. We'll take a time out and be back with more. It's the Heartland at noon on 800 CHAB. It's that time of year again to start watching football and getting next year's weed control base down for your canola, lentil, and pea crop. Apply Edge Microactive Soil Residual Herbicide this fall for the broadest assortment of grass and broadleaf weed control, including kochia, wild buckwheat, lamb's quarter, and foxtails. Edge Microactive Herbicide from Gowan, Canada, helps you maximize yields today and manage resistance for tomorrow. Go to ca.gowan.com. Co.com for details. Always read and follow label directions from Gowan Canada. Attention cattle producers, this Friday at Manticota Stockman's all-class sale at 10 a.m. Updates and sales schedules are posted on our webpage. Watch all our sales on dbauction.com. 
Last sale, 900 to 1,000 pounds steers, average $1.97. Heifers, 800 to 900 pounds, average $1.72. Steer calves, 400 to 500 pounds, 250. Heifer calves, 400 to 500 pounds, 207. October 1st is yearlings and calves. Friday at 10, all class sale. Please call 306-478-2229. People are passionate about logos. We wear t-shirts and hats and even have tattoos of our favorite logos. And one of the first things people notice about your business is your logo. Does it communicate what you do, what you sell? Is it well-designed? Is it current? Do you even have a logo? At Homefield, our design team specializes in logos and branding. We've created logos and helped build brands you see every day. And we can help build a strong brand for your business. Logos, branding, Homefield can help. Success starts at myhomefield.ca. This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. The Shriners are here. They got their Fez hats on. They got uh, their mini cars. They're driving around the station. No, I'm kidding. But the Shriners are here. Aaron Rustin, Derek Cairns. We're going to have a visit with them here in just a few minutes. Uh, first of all, this story. Uh, you can read about it on discovermoosejaw.com. Uh, a news conference held uh, out on the open air on Highway 363 southwest of Moose Jaw yesterday. The provincial government announcing a new automatic flagging assistance device pilot project to keep motorists and highways workers alike safe. Our Sean Slat was there to get the announcement. A new made-in-Saskatchewan device is helping protect some of the highest-risk workers on highway construction sites. Along Highway 363 south of Moose Jaw on Tuesday, the provincial government announced a pilot project to use three Guardian Angel automatic flagging devices. Highways Minister Fred Bradshaw says he hopes this pilot project will help save lives on highway construction sites. As many of you have probably noticed, it's been a very busy construction season. With all this work happening, it's more important than ever that we ensure construction crews are safe on the job. There are crews at work in virtually every region of the province, delivering paving upgrades, passing lanes, bridge repairs, seal coating, and other safety improvements. However, we know that in the summer months, road construction can be very frustrating for drivers. That's why the ministry has been piloting three remote-controlled automatic flag assistance devices, or as government always likes to do, put it in acronyms, AFADs, this season. Flagging is a very important role on construction sites. They are also the most vulnerable people, vulnerable people on the work site. As we saw in late July, when an allegedly drunk driver swerved through a construction site on Highway 16 in Maymont at extremely high speeds. That was absolutely stupid. It only takes one incident to threaten the well-being of a flagger and everyone else in the job. Thankfully, no one but the driver was injured. And this underlines the impact that these devices can have. This remote control device keeps that flag person out of harm's way. Guardian Angels Auto Flagger is owned by Kim and Donna Kreitzer of Watrous. It was founded because the Kreitzers wanted to make the flag person's job safer after 18-year-old Ashley Richards was struck and killed by a vehicle while flagging for a construction site near Mydale in 2015. The units can be installed on trailer hitch receivers and plugs into the trailer plug for electricity. 
Each unit weighs about 90 pounds, and the flagger can operate the stop sign arm and lights remotely without having to stand on the highway. Edward Anderson, marketing and sales rep for Guardian Angel, said their units are already being used by the private sector. On top of the highway uh, construction industry, which is what it was primarily designed for, we actually have some with uh, Brad's Towing in Saskatoon, and they're using it when they're doing emergency, and they absolutely love it. Um, just a little side note, on average, in North America, a tow truck driver is killed every nine days. So that's a second project or a second avenue for this thing. Um, we also have getting lots of play from fire departments because they're at every scene. They're using fire trucks to block the highway where this would be a much safer, much uh, cheaper apparatus and easy to maneuver. It can, it can be installed in a truck in approximately two minutes and can be set up in less than two minutes. It's, um, there's a video camera on there. So it, it, it records in loops. So at any time, um, if there's an incident, you, we have a record. We have a track of what actually happened. The pilot project is expected to cost $22,000, including $500 per automatic flagger, with the hope that it will save lives. The pilot program will look at the number of near misses, miscommunications, and feedback from flag people with the hope to have the automatic flagging devices more widely used. For Discover Mushad News, I'm Sean Slatt. All right, if you want to have a look at that system, it's worth a look. Uh, that story is on discovermoosejohn.com. The headline, Province Announces Automatic Flagging Pilot Project. We're taking a time out and be back to talk to the local Shrine Club. The big days approaching. The uh, the Plymouth Prowler, the mellow yellow Plymouth Prowler, is going to be awarded to some lucky winner a week from this Saturday. Still lots of chances for you to get in on the action and buy a ticket. We'll talk to uh, Derek Cairns and Aaron Rustin from the local Shrine Club next on the Heartland at Noon. At Bear, obstacle is opportunity. We learn from the past. We innovate, like adding buteo start to our DeKalb canola to fight against flea beetles. Our next-generation DeKalb TrueFlex canola with Roundup Ready and Liberty Link technologies offer herbicide flexibility. Plus, you get enhanced pod integrity for straight cutting with confidence. Depend on DeKalb canola for an easier, faster, smoother harvest. DeKalb, the seed for every season. Always follow grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. The federal election is on Monday, September 20th. You can vote early. Advanced polls will be open September 10th to 13th. If you prefer, you can apply to vote by mail, or you can vote at any Elections Canada office before Tuesday, September 14th, 6 p.m. Check your voter information card for all the ways you can vote. For the official information on voting and or health and safety measures, visit elections.ca or call 1-800-463-6868. It's our vote. I'm Fraser Tolmy, Conservative Party candidate for Moose Jaw Lake Centre-Lanigan. I've served the city of Moose Jaw as mayor. I've served our country as an officer in the Royal Canadian Air Force, and I'm ready to serve you in Ottawa. Many of you are in the midst of a stressful harvest season, but we can't afford another four years of this government, and we need your support to defeat Justin Trudeau. This election, vote to secure Canada's future. Vote Conservative. Vote for Fraser Tolmy. Authorized by the official financial agent for Fraser Tolmy. This is Greg Marsnick from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Okay, the mics are on now, fellas. No more shenanigans and tomfoolery. Are we being recorded? Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, what's that? Why is your mic not working now? Oh, there it is. That's on purpose. Some people is like my it mic better working? that way. <laughs> my mic isn't working either, I can tell. You shut my mic off, didn't you? No, it's good. Yeah. Yeah, Derek Cairns, Aaron Rustin, Moose Jaw Shrine Club. Getting ready for the uh, Shrine Club show, Shrine and Cruise. A week from this Saturday. It'll be Saturday, September the 18th. Of course, Aaron Rustin makes regular appearances on 800CHAB, talking about our finances, about our uh, financial planning with uh, Purposed Financial. And, of course, from time to time, he's on the show representing the Shrine Club here in Moose Jaw, of which he is a proud member. And he's also, of course, the lead singer for uh, the local pop music group, the Uncoolas, and it's all coming together a week from Saturday, the Shrine Club and the Uncoolas with one big party. Aaron, it'll be great. Tell us all about it. Well, you know, we're excited. Uh, this is the third annual Sh- Moose Jaw Shrine Club car raffle. Uh, September 18th is going to be pretty spectacular. Uh, we're kicking it all off at 6.30 at Murray GM, where the cars are going to show up. We're going to then have a bit of a cruise up and down Main Street, hopefully get a good turnout from the city people, the um, the uh, residents of Moose Jaw and lots of cars. Then we're going to come on back. Of course, we're going to be selling tickets for our amazing Mellow Yellow Prowler, and we're going to probably, I would say, kick off the music around 8 o'clock or so. Uh, And then we're going to have, throughout the night, ticket sales. We're going to maybe have some surprises there, too, that day. Yeah, it's going to be great. The Uncoolas are all ramping up, and guys, all of the guys have uh, doubled their medications and everything, so they're even going to stay awake for that evening. So it's going to be really, really good. We're looking forward to it, that's for sure. And thanks, Murray Jam, by the way, for allowing us to have this all there. Yeah, it'll be awesome. Uh, And Moose Jaw is a great, uh, there's a lot of car collectors in the city, as you know. There's some amazing collections, actually, that you never see out and about. Uh, so it's it's really, really cool to see some of them start to come out. And you know what? September 18th is kind of getting close to the end of the cruise season uh, in Saskatchewan here. So we're hoping to get a big turnout and maybe even some cars that we haven't seen around before. I know there are people coming from Regina. I was just at the Access Car Show there, handed out lots of flyers, and people are saying, yeah, boy, if it's a nice night, we're coming out. Awesome. In fact, you're on the road this weekend, too. I saw on your Facebook page, the Shrine Club Facebook page. Uh, out this Saturday, the Plymouth Prowler crew will be out at the Manitou Beach Golf Club for the annual Wawa Shriners Golf Tournament. And then Sunday, uh, they'll be at the Sukunanship Pioneer Village and Museum Threshing Bee. So tickets for the Prowler and the 50-50 tickets will be available at those locations uh, this coming weekend. Are you on the road this weekend, Derek? I am going to be at work, actually. So... You can come get the tickets uh, at Murray GM. Right on. Are you selling lots? We yeah, we're we're doing we're doing well. Great, and, but still tickets available there. There are tickets available. Um, yeah, and you know what? You can I'll go on our Musha Shrine Club uh, Gmail You can send us an email that type of stuff. Check us out on our Facebook. Um, or, of course, like um, Derek has said, go down to Murray GM, contact your local Shriner. We've got a number of tickets still available. Love to get them into your hands. As a matter of fact, I just saw what happened there. I told Aaron very clearly when I gave him $40 <laughs> that I wanted one ticket for the Prowler and $20 worth of 50 50 yep. tickets. Yep. And here in my hand, I've got two tickets for the Prowler. And you know I'm four. not good with math, Rob. You, he, you see what he did there, Derek? <laughs> Absolutely. I caught him. Yeah, uh, he did. He did. He should hire, now. He'd be good at Murray GM. <laughs> <laughs> pretty There's, slick. Yeah, pretty slick salesman there. Yeah. 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 The, the upsell yeah. was automatic. It's my next career if they'll have me. <laughs> 
Awesome. So uh, paint the picture for us on uh, on Saturday the 18th, Aaron. I mean, you, you kind of already have, but after the cruise, uh, will you, you'll you have a stage set up in Marie Jim and the, and the band will be on stage? Yeah, I don't think we're going to have an actual stage uh, this year, but we're going to have bigger sound. Last year, uh, we kind of threw it together at the last minute, so to speak. So we had a smaller sound system. We ran it out of the service bay, which was really cool. It was a sheltered area there. We thought that there might be some showers. This year we're bringing bigger sound, uh, lighting and stuff. So, yeah, it's going to be a, a bigger show. Um, we've added quite a quite an array of new songs, actually, to our repertoire. I love even saying that word, repertoire. repertoire I throw it into a lot a, of sentences. That's a good um, word. Yeah, it's a great word. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to have a party. You know, nothing nothing like the automotive sector where regardless of the type of car that you like, what era, what make, what model, whatever, it brings everyone together. You top that off with some uh, some great music, uh, people just hanging around and, and talking. It's going to be a great night, Rob. And I'm assuming, Derek, it's fun for the whole family. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll have uh, lots of things to do for everybody and lots of cars to see. And and at last year's show, you know, there's just an example of some of the cars that came by. I, I couldn't believe some of the uh, some of the beautiful rides and, and uh, everything that showed up. And it's great for, yeah, great, like you said, great for the whole family. Uh, food and drink available there? We are working with some local vendors right now to get their uh, food trucks out. Um, and uh, hopefully we'll have some, some food and drink available as well. Yes. Right on. Great idea. It's the Moose Jaw Shrine Club's show, Shrine and Cruise, coming up Saturday, September 18th. It'll be fun to be there for the show, the rock and roll, and the cruise, and to check out the local collector cars. And uh, it'll be most exciting if you have a ticket, and you could probably get one in advance. Aaron, how do we go about that? Yeah, you sure can. Uh, you know, check us out on Facebook, as I said, Rob. Uh, you can drop by Murray GM. You can drop by Heritage Insurance in town here. Uh, they have the tickets there. Uh, and you know what? If you want, as I said, local uh, local Shriner that you might know, I assure you, they can get them if they don't have them in their pockets. They better have them in their pockets. <laughs> but if they don't, or you know what, give me a call at Purpose Financial, uh, 306-691-5433. Check us out online at PurposeFinancial.com and uh, get in touch with me and we will uh, we'll make sure to get some tickets in your hands. Awesome. It's the Moose John Shrine Club Show Shrine and Cruise a week from this Saturday. And again, if you haven't seen that Plymouth Prowler, you got to check it out. Lots of photos of it on the uh, Moose John Shrine Club uh, Facebook page. And uh, interesting to note, uh, it's a still low mileage because everywhere you take it, you take it on a trailer, right? We do. Yeah. It, it's kind of, a, we've got a wonderful guy that works, uh, that's part of the Shrine, Jeff Carlson. He's done this before. He's loaded and, and transported vehicles on a trailer. So it has made a world of difference. It has uh, kept some of the wear and tear off the car, certainly, and the mileage. Uh, this is a very low mileage prowler, and it has a custom um, hard top on it. So it has a hard top, it has a soft top, and then, of course, a straight convertible. Uh, low kilometers on it, uh, just a mint, mint little car. Fabulous. Aaron Rustin, Derek Cairns, Moose Jaw Shrine Club, thanks for all you're doing, and uh, good luck with the big event. Thanks, Rob. Thanks very much, Rob. We'll take a time out. Still more to come on the Heartland at noon on 800 CHAB. The Farm Stress Line is run by people who know farming is full of uncertainties, and that uncertainty causes stress. When it starts to get to you, it's important to deal with it as quickly as possible. If you're having trouble sleeping, feeling depressed, anxious, or having suicidal thoughts, Call the Farm Stress Line, free and confidential, and well worth the call. 1-800-667-3442. 1-800-667-3442. And now, 
another rock and roll history lesson on 800 CHAB. Back in 1969, Joni Mitchell was scheduled to perform at the Woodstock Music and Arts Festival, but ended up canceling due to a prior booking. That didn't stop her from writing about the legendary concert. Well, everybody has heard about Woodstock. In fact, she said that not being there gave her a deeper appreciation for just how important the event was on a cultural level, and it led to one of the biggest hits of her career. Joni Mitchell first performed her classic hit, Woodstock, live just one month after the historic festival. Following that, the song was recorded by a number of other groups, including Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, and the British band Matthew Southern Comfort. This has been another Rock and Roll History Lesson, brought to you by Pastimes Antique Style Photography and Gift Shop. Gifts galore from ceiling to floor. Moose Jaw. Heritage Insurance. Taking the hassle out of buying insurance, guaranteed. Heritageinsurance.ca Constable Automotive, a three-generation family business trusted for over 70 years. And Community Service Radio, 800 CHAB. Discover Moose Jaw weather for Prairie Heart Mobility. Make life easier with quality mobility products. Discover your options at prairieheartmobility.com. Mainly sunny this afternoon with a high of 26. Partly cloudy tonight with a low of 11. Thursday, sunny with a high of 31. Friday, mix of sun and cloud with a high of 25. Saturday, mix of sun and cloud with a high of 19. And a mix of sun and cloud for Sunday with a high of 21. For a complete online weather anytime, click on discovermoosejaw.com or the Moose Jaw Live app. I'm Blaze Wozniak. This is Greg Marsnick from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. It's coming up this weekend right here in Moose Jaw, Saturday and Sunday, the Canadian Ranch Roping Association presenting the Ranch Ropers Roundup. The event is in place of their CRRA finals, normally held at this time of year. Uh, they've had three ranch ropings, June, July, and August, and decided that they needed to do something different to celebrate ranch roping. The ranch roping is for current and past members. It's an all-draw format, and teams of three are randomly drawn out of their entered participants. Uh, they have past members from Alberta and Saskatchewan who were original members in 2005 when it all began. And joining us to talk about it is Ross Smith, a ranch roper from Moose Jaw who's been on the show before. But it's been a couple of years since uh, you've been able to do anything like this because of the pandemic. So nice to have you back on the show. And I'll bet you it's uh, nice to be planning an event again, Ross. Yeah, it's good to be back. And uh, we had a year off to rest a little bit i guess but things are getting a little closer to normal now so yeah it was good to have a few ropens this summer and uh since we didn't have a full season we decided not to have the finals and so this uh ranch ropers roundup is kind of a reunion i guess of anyone that's ever roped with us in the past so um yeah it's uh we're looking to have some fun it won't be quite as intense a competition maybe as when we had our finals but we have several past champions that are coming to compete and we're going to have a lot of fun and uh, anyone that would like to come and see what we're all about uh, we'll start at nine thirty on saturday and as well on sunday uh, there's two arenas we'll be running simultaneously in the golden mile arena so there'll always be action in one arena or the other and 
yeah, it's good to have had a visit with you for two years now, Rob, so it's good. Yeah, you know what? It's uh, whether you're at the Superstore or whether, uh, like me, you're across the street at the Hillcrest Golf Club from time to time over the past couple of weeks. It's just nice to hear horses back on the grounds at the Exhibition yeah. Company in Moose Jaw. Yeah, it's it's good to finally have some events going there, and uh, they had a big barrel racing last weekend that went over really well. And so, yeah, we're uh, if anyone's wondering what ranch roping is, it's the uh, traditional methods of roping that was uh, evo- evolved from the Spanish that started out in Mexico and evolved up into what is now the California and the U.S. and so it's some age-old methods of roping. It's quite a bit different than what you'll see at a rodeo. It's slow-paced. It's uh, very much about stockmanship, uh, horsemanship, and low-stress handling of the cattle. So we do everything at a slow pace. We throw a lot of fancy loops. The fancier loop we throw, the more points we get. It's judged, not timed. So actually, if you get going too fast, you actually get penalized for getting too too rammy and stressing the stock. So if you uh, want to see some different style of horsemanship and some fancy loops, and it would be a good thing to come and watch this weekend. Admission is free. Uh, there is a concession stand will be open. And as usual, you know, COVID is we're back. We're back on track, but it's not over. So. Just be aware of how close you get to people and keep your hands clean and that kind of thing. Ross Smith from the Canadian Ranch Roping Association joining us on the Heartland Inn with your invitation to go and see the Ranch Ropers Roundup this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. The action starts at 9.30 both days. Everybody's welcome and no charge, so be a, be a great show to take the kids to, Ross. Yes, it's, uh, it's quite a family event. You'll, we have an open and a novice. And in the novice, you'll see some youngsters in there quite young. Um, uh, in both of the open and the novice, you'll see men and women competing. And it's a very family-oriented uh, sport, and we really, really emphasize the youth and, the, and new upcomers. So, yeah, on Sunday, the novice will be in the West Arena on Sunday, so... If some of you are thinking of giving it a try, you can come and see the level of roping that the novice participants are at, and it's pretty easy to get started out in. Awesome. Ross Smith on the Heartland at Noon, uh, the president of the Canadian Ranch Roping Association and defending champion, correct? Yeah, it's one thing. uh, We haven't had a final for a couple years, so it's easier to defend when you don't have to actually defend it. (laughs) So will you be defending your championship this weekend, or is it well, more? Well, no, no, it's um, the there isn't a, our year-end championships this year. So I guess I, I'll be a reigning champion for one more year until <laughs> someone else, till we have a final. <laughs> awesome. So it's more of an exhibition than a competition. Yeah, there, it is a competition. There's money involved in prizes, but we don't have the. Uh, the, cha- the like the Canadian Championships on the line. It's it'll there's prizes for just this weekend kind of thing. We have some really nice prizes gathered up from some various sponsors around the community, so that's really great. Awesome. The Canadian Ranch Roping Association inviting you to the Ranch Ropers Roundup this weekend, Golden Mile Arena, Moose Jaw Exhibition Grounds. Anything we need to add, Ross? No, I think that uh, covers it, and uh, good to be back on the radio with you again, and hopefully next year we have a finals, and 
and carry on again. Right on. Hey, thanks for this. Good luck this weekend. And thank you. Hey, the 800 CHAB Family First Radiothon starts tomorrow morning at 6. More on that next. 800 CHAB, connecting the community. Murray Roney, president of the Moose Jaw Cycle Association. We're a nonprofit group. Do a toy run every year and get toys for the kids for Christmas. September 18th, we leave the bottom of Manitoba Street and go into Main Street at 2 o'clock sharp. Go all the way up to Thatcher and then over to the Salvation Army Church. We asked if you could bring a, a new toy of any kind, different age groups. If you don't get around to buying something, they do really appreciate a cash donation, too. We also have the steak night back at the Crush Can, 4 to 8 o'clock. Connecting the community. Brought to you by Moose Jaw Truck Shop, your number one diesel truck repair experts. Visit Moose Jaw Truck Shop on Facebook for more information. Beachcomber Hot Tubs, 270 Caribou Street West in Moose Jaw. And Community Service Radio, 800 CHAB. A good offense is a great defense. Multiple modes of action in Fortress Microactive Herbicide from Gowan, Canada work to defend against early weed competition, against wild oats, foxtail, along with suppression of certain annual broadleaf weeds like kochia, wild buckwheat, and lamb's quarter. Plan a defense against yield-robbing growth in canola, mustard, wheat, and barley with a fall application of Fortress Microactive Herbicide. Go to ca.gowanco.com for details. Always read and follow label directions from Gowan, Canada. Want to win cash, cars, and rider prizes? The Rough Rider and Children's Hospital Foundation's lottery is your ticket to buy. There are three grand prizes, including your best chance to win $1 million. Plus, over a 1,000 more prizes to be won, including cars, trucks, rider gear, and cash. Your support makes a difference to kids across the entire province. Visit riderschildrenslottery.ca and get your tickets today. Final draw is November 30th, 2021. Lottery license LR210045. Please play responsibly. This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB. The 15th annual 800-CHAB Family First Radiothon is set for September 9th and 10th at the Town & Country Mall, where we'll be looking to raise $125,000 for new dialysis equipment for the Dr. F.H. Wigmore Hospital. Joining us to talk about the Radiothon today, Nurse Maureen Arsenault. Maureen, can you tell us a bit about yourself and how you ended up in Moose Jaw? Um, I was born and raised in Moose Jaw. I graduated from nursing in 1987, and I've been working at the Moose Jaw Union Hospital and now the Wigmore Hospital since 1988, so 33 years, I guess, and I've worked in dialysis since 2013. Over the course of that 33 years, I imagine the equipment you've had to work with has changed quite a bit. Oh, yes, dramatically. Always new and improved. And does it take a lot of time, I guess, to get used to that equipment? When you have something new come in, um, does it take a while to get adjusted, or is it fairly similar but just newer? Well, I remember when our new dialysis machines came um, back in 2016, the learning curve was um, quite dramatic. We uh, were used to the old machines, the old alarms, and we definitely had to learn how to use them, um, use the new ones. Also, other equipment. There's always new lifts, new blood pressure monitors, new computers that we're having to learn new programs. So 
there's always a learning curve whenever something new is introduced. Do you find that the pace at which new equipment is coming in seems to be almost faster than it used to be? Um, yeah, when I think back to when I started my nursing career, obviously some of the equipment that, that I started using um, was around for a long time. And even when I, when I think back, I, I started working in Regina, and they had new and improved equipment. They had more up-to-date, more progressive. And when I came to Moose Jaw, it was like taking a step back because we, weren't, we didn't have the newest, um, best equipment. It, it was, you know, there's a, there's a time delay. When you get into the smaller community hospitals, regional hospitals, it's, it seems it takes longer to get the best um, easiest equipment to use in those smaller places. The 15th annual 800 CHAB Family First Radiothon is just over two weeks away. Uh, As I mentioned, this year we'll be raising money for new state-of-the-art dialysis equipment for the hospital. Do you know what type of equipment this might specifically be? I know one of the things that we are looking to purchase is a transonic so when we are initiating treatments on people, they have uh, created a fistula so that we access um, their fistulas with a, with a needle to start their treatment. One of the things that helps us locate a, a newer fistula that isn't quite as developed is a transonic, and we can actually test the function uh, of that fistula and how it's working with that piece of equipment. The other thing, another thing that we're looking at is a new... Um, ceiling lift. We currently only have two in our unit and on some any given day there could be four or five people that that use a total lift. They come from nursing homes in wheelchairs or power chairs and we need to lift them into the recliner for their treatments. If we were able to raise enough money for this equipment, uh, how much do you think that would change your uh, just day-to-day routine at work? Anything that can make our um, our job easier makes it easier for our for our patients. Uh, they're sometimes they're in those chairs for in their recliners for you know over four and a half hours. Uh, if we can get them into their chairs faster, get them their treatments started as quickly as possible, any equipment that helps us do that reduces the amount of time they have to spend in in those chairs because it does get uncomfortable. They're basically tied to a machine for you know, over four and a half hours sometimes. So, uh, Maureen, is there anything else at all that I may not have asked or anything else that you'd like to add? Um, I think I just want to say, you know, the, the value of having a, a dialysis unit here in Moose Jaw. Some of our people travel from, from south almost two hours away. So when you're, when you're making that distance, anything that we can make, um, make it easier for them is a benefit. We get a very, we build a very close relationship with our patients. We see them regularly, three and four times a week, and they become very important to us. And we want to make, um, you know, their their time with us as easy as possible. That's Maureen Arsenault, a local nurse in the dialysis unit at the Moose Jaws at Moose Jaws, Dr. F.H. Wigmore Regional Hospital. And obviously, Blaze said uh, the radiothon was just over two weeks away. That interview originally conducted 
two weeks ago. So the Radiothon is tomorrow uh, through Friday, 36 hours. I'll be on the air with you at uh, 6 o'clock. Tomorrow morning we'll be looking for your donation. So I hope you tune it in. I hope you come and see us at the Town & Country Mall tomorrow or Friday. More on the Radiothon and my daily commentary coming up. In uncertain times, it helps to have something you can count on. For 25 years now, the Cargill Specialty Canola Program has been providing canola farmers with both peace of mind and an improved bottom line. Our simple five-step program guarantees your end-use market, helping you earn more, aim higher than commodity canola. Set your sights on victory with the Cargill Specialty Canola Program. Contact your local Cargill or select independent retailer or visit victorycanola.com. When you're a farmer, you've learned to take the good with the bad because you've seen it all and your roots are deep. Daddy, I want to be a farmer just like you. Farming is about a sense of pride in an honest day's work, careful planning, and growing for the future. Moose Jaw Co-op is on your team. Early mornings, late nights. Safely getting harvest completed with agro and fuel locations in Avonlea and Moose Jaw. We are growers. We are farmers. We are Moose Jaw Co-op. Be part of something bigger. You're listening to 800 CHAB along with us at LBBD Auto Body. Hi, I'm Terry, and we are proud to say that we now have the highest level of accreditation for safe and quality collision repair in town. I just knew it would work when we got it fired up 15 years ago. It did, and it's still working. We'll be asking for your support tomorrow and Friday when we present the 15th annual 800 CHAB Family First Radiothon in support of the Moose Jaw Health Foundation. Since we started in 06, the Radiothon has raised more than $4.3 million, helping our local health care professionals provide the best care for you, your family, your friends, and neighbors. It's also clear that having the best equipment at our hospital has been instrumental in attracting and retaining doctors and nurses. Our goal this year is modest. We're hoping to raise $125,000 to get better equipment for the dialysis unit at the Dr. F.H. Wigmore Regional Hospital. It'll make life better for the local and local area people who are suffering from kidney failure. Let's do it. Come and see us tomorrow or Friday, Center Court, Town and Country Mall, and make a donation to the 800 CHAB Family First Radiothon. I'm Rob Kearney.